Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's probably what I miss the most. I can't have it anymore. And I used to have that like every morning as a child. And what if that gave you the celiac disease? Oh, it didn't give me the celiac disease. Celiac disease, as I mentioned, is an incurable autoimmune disorder that I currently suffer with. But what happened was it was like a genetic... Suffer. I do suffer. (laughs) Do you know how exhausting it is to make people feel guilty about it? (laughs) My jaw hurts from all that talking. Basically, it was a genetic switch that was turned off in my body. And when I was 15, that random switch was turned on. So for the first 15 years of my life, I ate gluten with the best of them. But now, with willful abandon, did I eat gluten? Yes. Bountiful loaves of bread. I would just take a bite out of one loaf and then immediately dig into another. Because I could. I was young. I didn't know any better. I didn't know what cruel twist of fate would befall me. To show you how bad Nick lives... A few minutes ago before we started recording, in, in, the, in his living room, he was offering us uh, some, some gluten-free. He said, I don't have much to give you guys, but would you care for some gluten-free uh, bagels? And my response was, Nick, that's exactly like saying, I don't have much to give except for these rocks. <laughs> would you like to eat these rocks? And then Mike did. I Mike guess. ate those rocks. But you said they weren't bad. I, see, uh... Tell him the truth, Mike. Listen, well, I'll, I'll tell you both the truth. I I, I enjoyed the bagels because they had peanut butter and they were good. Because but, they had peanut butter, not by the virtue of themselves. Well, it's also, I mean, Nick, I'll pretty much eat anything. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't disbelieve you. <laughs> you know what? I was surrounded by ridicule earlier. And I at the time, I wished I was surrounded by silence. And speaking of surrounded by silence, I welcome to the Song Topsy Report, you everybody. So I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm Steve Trollinger, who's just now realizing we did not introduce ourselves at all last week. Well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know it's true, don't you? We talked about my website at the top, though, so I oh, kind of well. got introduced, right? <laughs> No, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, today we're going to be discussing a song that... If you uh, want to call it that. Yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah, because... Uh, Wait, we, what, do we loose, do? what do we loosely. do in the Song Topsy Report, Nick? What do we do in the Song Topsy Report? The Song Topsy Report is a podcast in which we take bad or bizarre music, dissect it, try to kind of figure out what the artists were thinking, if anything, and come up with our conclusions as to how the song died and our, just, our, just our interpretation on it. So it's kind of like an autopsy. Wait, but more like a song topsy? Uh, but today we are going to be discussing a song by a band called Design the Skyline. The song is called Surrounded by Silence. Now, Steve and Mike were uh, unfortunately not acquainted with this song prior. They had not heard of it. They had not heard of the band or the song. I had heard about it uh, because when it first came out, I think I recall I was on a, a website called Metal Hammer, discusses metal news, and this song, when the video uh, and the song that we're about to watch was released, uh, it had a lot of hubbub around it. This was this this song was the Rebecca Black's Friday of the metal world because it hit and oh, immediately good. we get another one of those. You do. It immediately went viral. It was immediately the most ridiculed song in recent memory. Uh, and to call it even metal, I guess they called it that because I don't know what other genre it could be considered. Now, 
which is really just damning in terms of the entire genre of metal. Ah, <laughs> uh, what is this crap? I don't know. I can't define it. Not what are we going to call it? Ah, uh, fucking metal, I guess. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Sounds metal-ish. Well, I loved it. On, on the official website where, or, or on, excuse me, on the YouTube page where this uh, song is, it's the genre is listed as experimental slash grindcore. Now, I don't know if you've heard grindcore, let alone whatever the fuck experimental grindcore ooh, ooh, ooh. is. Experimental. I love it. I love it. That's the kind of clever wordplay that just gets me royal. It, it's all it's all folk music. It's just it's experimental metal music. It's so experimental. It's not even metal anymore. So. This song is remarkable. What we're going to do is I'm going to play you uh, the very beginning of the song. Th- this, <laughs> I've never had to say this before for a song, but this is actually how the song goes. We did not cut it. We did not add transitions. So we're starting just a little bit into it, but this is uninterrupted how the song begins. <sighs> I am at peace. I am calm. Finally. Tranquility. I would... I like I like this. This is a good. I like this Me so too. far. It's pretty good. I I could listen to it while I'm relaxing in some sort of bath. What is happening? Why? Why Nick? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear the rest of it. I'm busy jabbing a red hot poker into my earlobes. You're not digging that experimental grindcore? I don't know what that is. Well, so... <laughs> what the fuck? Man? That is what we're going to get to the bottom. If we do nothing else today, we're going to figure out what the hell experimental grindcore is. Now, I was trying to determine where the name Design the Skyline would come from. Could it just be a bunch of teenagers just trying to come up with the first phrase that sounds like a band? Yes, that's what it is. That I don't care if you have a B option. That A is what it is. It's if they're teenagers, yeah, sure as shit. The first thing they thought of that sounded quote cool end quote was the thing that they used. No, but I think maybe maybe the bass player. We'll we'll see if we get to them. Maybe he wanted to be an architect, and he goes to band practice. They're all tuning their instruments. And he's like, oh. and the band members like, yo, man, what's up? And he's like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to be an architect, and I have these big dreams. And oh, you guys would probably think it's stupid. And they're all like, no, 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 tell us, tell us. Well. I really would like to design the skyline. Like, that's what I would want to do. And then band members were like, hold that thought. Let's take your dream and then just turn it into a steaming pile of garbage. (laughs) Let's take that dream, strip it of all of the things that it implies, and instead use the exact words that you said as the name of our band that we're forcing you into. Yeah, because you don't really even hear the bass player. You I don't get to all be an architect sense. anymore. Now you're going to be part of our band. Yeah, well, could you just turn on the bass a little bit? I can't hear myself screaming. But I don't want to be part of your band. <laughs> get over here, Gerald. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so this song came out in 2011. Now, this band, the, what you just heard is the first anyone ever heard of this band because they, had, they their first album hadn't come out yet. This was the first song that the band had released. They had been signed to Victory Records, which Victory Records is actually something of like a well-known label that has some good music on it. There's there's many questionable bands on this label, but they actually are like a legitimate label. So they signed this band. This band releases their first song, which is what you heard, the v- hilariously ironically titled Surrounded by Silence. <laughs> and 
this is what the band put forth into the world. And as as far as, in my opinion, screwed themselves over because they released this song. This song was so bad, it did not make it onto their first album that came out. <laughs> Literally, they never played this live. No, but it did not make it onto their album. And unfortunately, is also the most watched video they've ever done. The songs that are, quote, good, that do make the albums, can you hear what they sing? Can you make out what they're saying? No, Steve, it's metal. Oh, sorry, I forgot. (laughs) I forgot again. I wasn't here for that uh, Cannibal Course episode, remember? So once again, this song, it came out in 2011. You got to watch the video. These These are... You don't tell me what to do. No, you are watching the video. The band members that they are distilled scene kid. It is it is as scene kid as you can possibly get. These are people who actually they start I, every sentence with ah. Oh. Like is that the kind of person we're talking about here? You know, that's actually the most accurate description of a scene kid I think of. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's really <laughs> like they can't answer anything straight off the bat. They have to compose themselves in a very deep level before they can put to words the th- the deep feelings that they have. It's funny you mentioned that. We're actually going to play a. Interview between the two vocalists. Yes, this band has two vocalists because one screaming cacophony was not enough. You gotta have two. It's like, oh man, you know what? All this screaming I'm doing, I just need someone to kind of like scream back at me. We need harmonies. That's what sells metal albums. Harmonies. Okay, okay. uh, Hang on. Oh my God, guys! That's our first single. I hurt myself. I <laughs> know. So this band came out in 2011, and this song came out. And then a few months later, the first album came out, which, as I said, did not even include this song. But the band, I, I'm torn because this is a podcast where we dissect what we have already deemed to be terrible music. But I try to assume the best. Like, I really try because I think I think to myself, okay, this song is... <laughs> abysmal in every conceivable way but these are still young musicians they're still trying i want to hear like maybe maybe they have articulate reasons for like behind their music so i looked up to try to find an interview of them and i found this uh design the skyline track commentary on their first album their first album was called nevea which i don't know if you guys realize this but that's heaven spelled backwards well i want to stab these children i know (laughs) so right off the bat Okay, so I just want to play a few clips of this because this is the cringiest interview I've ever seen. And to he- okay, so they're, they're talking about their first song on the album. So they're gonna you're gonna hear a little clip, and then the two vocalists it still feels weird to say two vocalists talk about this. That song was written about a lot of corruption in the world, about finding the truth. We'd like to think of it as surrounding like part two because it has a lot of the same aspects. So uh, the writing process went really smooth, and we- <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> okay. Um. If if the fact that this is, the fact that these are are two people that are being honest and forthright about themselves and what they're doing, and not some sort of terrifically written hilarious performance piece makes me so mad at god so mad <laughs> this is this episode is a lot of me being being very sacrilegious i if, i so far i've noticed but it's it's 
it, I am so mad at God for making these children. Don't be mad at God. I would argue this whole song proves he doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Okay. Let's not. Let's not go well, crazy. Let's, here, guys. No. But maybe you know he just has shown the true. I can't. Well, no, I've also I, did, I no. Actually, you know what? Actually, uh, without evil, there can be no good. So maybe, in a way, this song validates the existence of God. God created these children to make this awful, absurd piece of whatever you want to call this experimental fucking shit for us, Steve. It's a gift from God, really, if you think about it. The Lord, the Lord does wondrous things for us. And one of one of his greatest works, H capital H, his greatest works, is uh, what I like to call lightning rods of hate. God creates these pillars, these magnets of pure dirt hatred, for his his good and gentle people to look at and say, "Oh man, oh I hate that. Oh I hate them so much." Because God knows if we don't have those lightning rods, our hate can go very, our hate can go haywire. Our hate can go inside, be very self-destructive. Our hate can go out into the world at large. It can be very destructive to people and places Mm -hmm. the world over. It's all emblematic of the totem symbol that has pervaded mythology from time immemorial. Uh, there's the there's the totem symbol of uh, of the uh, of the uh, of the Native American tribes. There's the Axis Mundi, uh, by which uh, a lot of mythologies are based around. Yep. Yggdrasil from North mythology yes, from is one such. Uh, the tree of life. There's always a symbol, a pillar, a long straight rod that separates <laughs> the heavens from the earth. Shut up, Mike. And without it, there's chaos, and the universe is a bubbling cauldron of fire and fury and rage and these teenagers are the things we need to prevent the universe and reality itself from cascading and collapsing in on itself so steve what you're saying is if i resume playing this interview and you hear these two teenagers compare themselves to the doors and led zeppelin you're saying that would strengthen the connection of the universe I mean, is that what they say? Let's find out. Memory is an instrumental, and uh, we wanted to show that uh, how experimental we are and how we're able to switch between all kinds of genres. We just have a lot of influences, including like old school rock and roll influences that we kind of converted into that song, like The Doors and kind of like a Led Zeppelin type of feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we could we could we could compare, we could we can fold in all kinds of different genres of music. We got uh we're like we're black metal and we're uh grindcore and we're classic metal and we're dark metal and we're metal metal and all kinds of different genres of music, guys. Steve, in their defense, those are all wildly different genres. <laughs> Nick, watch yourself. They're not in the room with me. I can't do things to them. But I'm just- gonna get I'm gonna get a restraining order from these children. <laughs> yeah. From these children? From I don't know. They're probably grown up now, but I will get it. Watch. It wasn't that long ago. Watch. They're going to be the ones. They're going to be the first people that actually listen to us talk shit about them. Be like, that guy's threatening to hurt us. We need to. We need to 
enter into legal action immediately. Right now. But I can't hurt them, Mike, because if I do, the pillars collapse. They can't collapse the pillars, Steve. reality itself bolts in on. So, Steve, what you're saying is you cannot totally take these guys apart, because if you do, the pillar that they represent will cause the universe to collapse. They're unnecessary evil. (laughs) (laughs) But no, just because you cannot make this shit up. So I'm going to go back and play. Listen to, I'm going to replay that section of uh, where they say they're like the Doors and Led Zeppelin. Listen to the next song that immediately comes after they say that. Just listen. Influences that we kind of converted into that song, like the Doors and kind of like a Led Zeppelin type of feel, so. Come on, baby, light my fire. That could be what they're saying, for all we know. It totally fits the rhyme scheme. We in the, just want to take that old school rock and roll feel and just, just a little spice of uh, you know. ah! yeah. And then there's just one last little section I want to show you, just for no other reason other than to just get Steve even more riled up than he is. Before Infinity, Song called Free another Infinity. one of our more unique, artistic, experimental songs. It doesn't have any guitars, it's just vocals and electronics, which really sets it apart from the other songs in the album and creates a new feel that you can only capture with electronics. Being musicians, uh, you're pretty much free for infinity, you know? You could uh, play music and it's pretty much, it's pretty much a, a I'm blind. Way, way of living. And that's kind of what that song's about. It's about being free for infinity. Shut up! No, didn't you hear him? The song is about being free for infinity. I can't see! I'm full of such malignant rage! <laughs> I can feel my f- the frontal lobe of my brain engorging. Oh my... My eyes twitching. Yo, did you hear how he's saying electronics? Yes! Look, 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 okay, I will let you actually see my notes. Look what I wrote for this section. Oh, you, you don't have to let him see your notes. That's why he brought it up. <laughs> no, I, I I, didn't see that. I was literally, I was swear, I swear. He was also blinded by that interview. I was blinded, Steve, just like you. Our song has a lot of electronics. The, the, the absolute lack of anything approaching honest human emotion when describing their music. Honest human emotion, any sense of awareness, any sense of intention behind your craft. That's 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 essentially they sound like children being given a script for the school play and told like children like being forced into a school play and reading from a script. Uh and and have at the uh mortal wizard and I shall feel you shall you sh- you shall feel the the striking of my blade a plague upon both your houses hi, hi peter matthew i think you two are going to be the the tree and the donkey in the back okay yeah they're so bad their name gets changed to design the set <laughs> <laughs> oh god so yo um oh i just had a thought i just oh, i just there's a first time for everything <laughs> Well, tell you what, Mike, if you want, we can play a little bit more of Surrounded by Silence, because this is exciting. I don't, Steve certainly hasn't heard the rest of this song, so he doesn't get to see the full depth that this band offers. So uh, we'll get into the lyrics, but I almost don't think it's necessary. 
Because, <laughs> oh, you don't think it's necessary to get into the nitty-gritty of the lyrics of this song? Well, uh, let me challenge the you guys. easily discernible lyrics from this song? Yeah, let me challenge you guys. We're going to play the beginning section just one more time. Don't fucking threaten me. Okay, what did he say? I I heard sticky vibes. In, sticky in, vibes. Okay, in we the, got sticky vibes. In the forest, sticky vines. Sticky vines. In my eyes. <laughs> oh, flamethrower. That, that sounds like a, 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 an explorer who didn't prepare and then got attacked by a gorilla because the sticky vine got in his eye and then, and then a gorilla came out of the woods. Did they say flamethrower at one point? So what they actually said was... Through the forest, climbing vines, swinging vines. No, climbing trees, swinging vines, with the breeze, adventuring through a mystic forest. Wait, you, you wanted to say something? Hey, Billy, uh, are you having fun on our hike? Walker trails! Climbing rocks! Yeah! This is awesome! I'm outdoors! Oh, man, this is going to be fun to edit for you, Nick. A young Mike Russell is a Boy Scout. I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> You're right, they're, they're just kind of very aggressively, literally describing themselves walking through a forest. Yo. And they're not... The music, the, the, we're obviously playing the music video, and they are not walking through the forest. They totally look like they are in one of the band members' backyard. It totally looks like somebody <laughs> gave them, like somebody's dad gave them permission to, to perform the song in their backyard. At any moment, I'm expecting the song to just drop the beat, quote-unquote beat, to drop the song to end, and then you just hear from, like, the top floor bathroom window, Michael! I told you you could put. I told you you could film the video if you kept it down. There's neighbors. We have neighbors. You told me the song was called "Surrounded by Silence." <laughs> Just bring it down, guys. Bring it down a level. All right. I'm trying to take a shit. <laughs> Look at his earlobe. Holy Jesus. Oh yeah, he's got the. They got the pegs. Like I said. <laughs> Google Scene Kid, it's this whole band. Or just Google Design the Skyline and actually see the band. But they've got these giant pegs. They've got they've got the 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 hair with like there's like a turquoise streak in it. They've got the crotch strangling jeans. It's crotch strangling. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, no, where you yeah, can't yeah. get it over your ass. <laughs> yeah. That's their that's their spin-off band. <laughs> Sorry, I just start, I I immediately imagine some sort of like Ricky, like uh, uh, not Ricky. Um, uh, holy, holy shit! Uh, the Four Seasons. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Autumn, spring. No, the band, the Four Seasons. <laughs> oh, what's my favorite season again? Oh, there's so many. Uh, Valley, Frankie Valley. I'm sorry, Jesus. Wow. Uh, that's I'm I'm sorry. Half of my brain is shut off, and the other half is bleeding through my ears because of this. You're saying this reminds you of Frankie Valley? No, I was just imagining a can't get over your can't get over your ass. Some sort of weird Frankie Valley, like Forrest's "Just Can't Get Over Your Ass." <laughs> Song is about jeans. <laughs> You've got too much butt up in there. It's so fun to look at. 
I wish it was in my face. It's the best ass I've ever seen, babe. Okay, I'm not going to keep going. I love it. Stay you, had, you had that song and those lyrics way too ready for that to not have been a song that you've been thinking about for a long time. Trust in me when I say, you got that ass, babe. Oh, that's going on the album. I'm telling you guys, by, by episode 52, we're going to have a full album of like, you know, parody songs, no doubt. Songs, hopefully, <laughs> of at least the same quality as Design the Skyline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, to be honest, I don't think we can even get to that level because we're the, the song doesn't have a chorus, but it does get to... The hell Thank God. God. <laughs> Thank God. It gets to a, all I can say is a different section. Oh, what's, is this the hook? Are you, what's the hook? No, no, we'll play the other section. I'm sorry. What are these hooks you speak of? Hooks that are typically found in music. They bring you back from the edge. Um, where were we? Yes, a new section that's <laughs> not I a hook. I love your ass, Steve looks like he just opened the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> don't look, Marion. Don't look. Keep your eyes shut. It's beautiful. <laughs> what is happening? Um, we're yeah. seeing the sensitive side. Remember how? Remember how much it pisses me off when people use auto tune. Somehow they found a new level of awful auto tuning. This is like. 8% actual voice and like 92% software. This is weaponized sound. Last week we were talking about sound. This is that. This is weaponized sound. If you want to have drug tambourines, this is like an overdose. <laughs> and not of a good drug. This is, yeah, this would be the worst trip of your life off you of this. If you beam this into someone's cortex, like just straight the center of their brainstem, their eyes will melt from their skulls and they will fall to the ground bleeding from every orifice. Oh my god. I hate this so much. Steve, this don't... I I have heard I heard this song like I said almost 6 years ago. So, I've gradually become desensitized to it, but you almost forget it's like an amalgamation of everything I hate in music. Just when you think the screechy screaming couldn't get any worse, the auto-tune vocals I, come in. It's cuz you know, you you accept the screaming. You're like Okay, this is what we got. Okay, you another five minutes of this. To it. Fine, whatever. And then all of a sudden, oh, <laughs> yes. Flip the switch. Here comes the auto tune voices. It's like a, <laughs> the song is like a disease. Just when you're getting used to living with some symptoms, new symptoms show up. <laughs> so let's hear more. Wait, is that actually, hang on, what did they actually say? Yeah. He doesn't know where to go. I don't know where to go. I'm so lost. 
Yeah, before it was the bliss of nature's kiss saves me from my black abyss. I taste the salt drips on my lips, missing the touch of your fingertips. It's a bunch of couplets. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? Isn't that poetry? Hey, they're, they're using different words to rhyme, though, Steve, right? Steve, Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> Fuck you for defending them with my words. Steve is either having, yeah, Steve was up until that outburst either having a mild stroke or was just in awe of the, of the beauty that he was listening to. What's the? What are their names again? Those two kids. Did they do that thing metal bands do where they pick their own names? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Eric Azure and Daniel Garza. All right, Eric. What's the first guy's name? Eric. Daniel Garza and Eric Azure in Stephen Sondheim's Into the Woods. <laughs> Into the woods. Into the woods and out of the woods. Home of I, yo, I saw that. That was really uh, the uh, the answer. What's this song does make me feel agony. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? They played both of the princes. So, in the play they were doing, where they were designing the set, that was Into the Woods. But they did such a great job. Like, you know, what? we'll give you another shot. And they played. They put them in as the two princes. And so the song Agony is about to start. So it's like the the orchestra is is uh you know they're they're getting ready. The leading line is about to come up. Oh, they're like, oh shit, guys! Uh, they broke reality. <laughs> the, the recorder was skipping. I kind of kicked it by accident. Uh, <laughs> But you know what? Let's roll with it. One take, guys. Let's stick with the one take. Yeah, you know, we're musicians. We're free for infinity. <laughs> Did I abuse her or show her disdain? Why would she run from me? That's the hook! <laughs> <laughs> you found it! Buried in a pile of shit, there's a little hook! If I should lose her, how shall I regain the heart she has won from me? I love So it goes screaming, transitioning into this the, the what the uh, the the auto-tuned screaming into yeah. this just that is known as the breakdown. Oh, that's the, that's that's breaking it down. The breakdown that's, is, is that's, that's, that's very accurate. That's what I'm having. Yes, <laughs> there's musical breakdowns and mental breakdowns. That is actually the term, though, uh, for this uh, insanely overused music device in most genres of hardcore metal, included, where the song is going one way, and then all of a sudden it just dun 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 dun. dun. It's just where the music gets this kind of lumbering feel to it. That's where it becomes that where that's where it gets lumbering. That's where it lumbers along, huh? I would argue the it song waits till that point to do it. I, w- I was going to describe it more as like a zigzagging, staggering, zigzagging, so to speak, in the beginning. Zigzag. Oh, I like that zigzagging. Thank you. That wasn't terrible. That's all you're getting. Move on. <laughs> I'll take it. But you're right. This does look like a backyard because it literally looks like. They're in this open area. There's the woods in the background, and it looks like the camera has to keep them just in focus because you're going to stick the neighbor's pool if they pan too far to the left or right. Yeah. <laughs> and, there's, and there's just, like, Aunt Gertrude in the corner just, like, it, sitting in a pool float and just, like, staring at them while these guys are stomping around. 
Eric, when you and your friends are done with your little music video, I'm going to go in and bake some brownies. You guys want some brownies? Yeah, we want fucking brownies. God damn it, at Gertrude. Oh, wait, no, they wouldn't be singing at that point, so it would be, yeah, yeah, Gertrude, I want... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I want some brownies. Hey, and, uh, and Eric, Eric! Uh, yeah... Uncle Leon? Hey, uh, yeah, just remember, this, this pool's dirty, so remember to clean it when you're done whatever the fuck you're doing in the backyard there. Gertrude and Leon? All right, God, I'll clean the pool. Fine. God. I suppose oh. tempo is more of a theory. I'm a little confused. Yeah. During their this interview... This must be a new experience for you. <laughs> Damn it, Steve. No, uh, in their interview, they, they were mentioning, ah, oh, this is about, like, political corruption and, like, the field. Oh, yeah, the song Crystal Swords to Kill the Hordes is about deep-seated political corruption. <laughs> On what planet? Planet Zardax, which is where they're from. It makes perfect sense if you think about it, guys. Crystal swords. Swords made of a valuable mineral. The kind of valuable mineral that would be possessed by the 1% and their political puppets. And who do they choose to yield those crystal swords against? The Horde, representing here the 99%. Nick, give us some Bernie Sanders. There is a conspiracy with the Crystal Hordes who are destroying the top. We need the Crystal Hordes to destroy the top 1% of our enemies so that the bottom 99% of the Crystal Horde can work for the people who have been working very hard, who are not making a living wage, and who cannot even afford Crystal Swords, which can only currently be afforded by the top 0.1% of top 2% of the top 5% of Crystal Hordes. My I, I, I also just want to say I am a big fan of the Song Topsy Report. I think it is a tremendous asset to the resistance to taking on Wall Street and taking on the billionaire musicians who have been holding down the top the bottom 99% of resistance. Oh my god. Senator Sanders has fallen into a heap of his own clothes. Ill-fitting clothes. He's frothing out of the mouth. Does, is there a doctor in the chamber? <laughs> And then they and then they record it and use it on their next album. <laughs> well, guys, so to be honest, you might be shocked to hear this. The rest of the song is not necessarily more coherent. Oh, uh, oh, re- really? Really? Get out of town. <laughs> Could it get less coherent? Possibly. Well, actually, no. So it got to the point where uh, I came up with this idea for a game. So. Uh, Mike and Steve have not done this, but uh, I created a game that I want both of you to play for the end of this song. Uh, the game, name of the game, and by the way, you, everyone, you guys listening can play this at home as well. The game is called Music or Garbage Disposal. <laughs> now, the rules to Music or Garbage Disposal are very simple. 
Uh, I'm going to play you two sound clips. One of them is going to be the song Surrounded by Silence by the band Design the Skyline, and the other one is going to be a garbage disposal unit inside of a sink grinding up food or water or other waste. Oh, you is just that have... what garbage disposals do? That is what they do. Thank you for that concise explanation. What you guys have to do is tell me which clip is the band Design the Skyline and which is the garbage disposal. Now, I warn you, this might be harder than you think. All right, Nick, I'm ready. Let's play that game. All right, so on our first round of music or garbage disposal, uh, here's clip number one. So contestants, please listen. Okay, so you heard that. Uh Uh-huh. Now, that could have been either the song Surrounded by Silence or a garbage disposal unit. Here is a second clip. It, okay, did so... You, did you modify these clips in any way? No, sir. Okay. It is, um... So... Yeah, uh, Mike, we'll start with you, contestant number one. Uh, which one was Design the Skyline, and which one was a garbage disposal? Well, Nick, I've got to say, that was a real tough one, because they do sound very similar. They certainly do. But I've got to say, the first clip was Design the Skyline. Okay, and uh, Mr. Trollinger, contestant number two? Well, Pat, uh, <laughs> I believe... In my heart of hearts, that the first clip was uh, also Design Skyline. And the second clip was Garbage Disposal. All right. Looking at the cards, you are both correct. Hey! Round one. Point goes to each of you. Now, uh, <laughs> points. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, yeah. Such a good show. Uh, all right. Now, first round was a little bit of an easy one. It is going to get harder. So oh, round two is ascending difficulty. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, it gets it gets harder until we get to the final round. This so, is a pilot show, so we don't know what the rules are. <laughs> so round number two, uh, same rules. I'm going to play a clip. Tell me if uh, this one is the band or the garbage disposal. All right, that was clip number one, and here's clip number two. All right, uh, gosh, I don't know. This is... <sighs> we'll start once again with you, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, I, can which... I... Can, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, uh, which one is which? Oh, man. This is tough. I know, they, like I said, they do get harder. Unlike Mike Russell. Oh, you know, I heard that one. Oh, that felt so good. (laughs) That's what she said after me. Okay. um, After she subsequently heard you screaming in the shower after getting so want You want a duel right now? I'll abandon Nick's game entirely. Hey, guys, leave the dueling for the game, okay? Whoever wins this is the real winner. Okay. All right, so So, round two. I gotta say, I gotta say... As much as I want to say Design the Skyline, it's the second clip. I believe it's the first one. Okay, so you think the first one is Design the Skyline? Yes. Okay. All right. 
Mr. Challenger? All right, so I, all right, here's the caveat. I also believe that the first clip was Design the Skyline, but I believe it was Design the Skyline singing... Ooh, okay. Hedging your bets a little bit, it sounds like. But you're still saying that the band was the first yes. one. Singing about a garbage disposal. Okay. Uh, well, once again, you are both right! Hey! Oh my god! Alright, now, I, I will say, I'm almost not jokingly, the last clip is the hardest. <laughs> so this is the final round of Music or Garbage Disposal. Once again, listen very carefully. All right, you heard that was clip number one and clip number two. All right, so for the final round, this is winner takes all. Can can I hear the first clip one more time now? Fuck you, Mike. (laughs) Absolutely you may. OG Willikers here. I've got to say that that second clip was most definitely a garbage disposal. You're saying this was the garbage disposal? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I mean, that that looks like some... That, that must have been some, like, nasty low main that someone just didn't want to even put in the garbage and just dumped straight down the sink. <laughs> right down there. I don't know there. if you can hear that disgusting kind of churning sound. It's like getting backed up. I feel like it's like re-entering the sink. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very disgusting. Uh, Mr. Trollinger. Okay. So, uh, for $500, I'm going to say that the, what's, that the, that, what's the first one again? Uh, yeah, let, let me play the first clip for you again. The first clip is the garbage disposal. You think the first clip is the garbage disposal? Yes, and the second clip is Design the Skyline. Okay. Um, For $500 that Mike owes me if I am right and uh, he is wrong. I'm not going to agree to that bet. It wasn't a bet that you you signed. You actually signed that paper I gave you at the beginning of the show. You signed that. That was part of the fine print. Well, you know what, Steve? I actually believe Nick's going to pull out a stop on us here because the truth is, Steve, Design the Skyline is a garbage disposal. Well, tell you what, both of those clips sounded so similar, I got confused, and I don't remember which one is which. So you both win. They're both garbage disposals. No, I won that. They're both garbage disposals. I'm a winner. Join us next week for Music or Garbage Disposal, which, depending on our music selection, might become a recurring segment. Garbage disposal or music. Garbage disposal of music. You know, GSN is so desperate for quality programming, they'll probably take the show anyway. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, that last little bit you heard of the garbage disposal... That is literally the end of the song. That, that, that is what they that is the note that they end on oh, or mean, lack of notes you mean you're telling me that all of the clips with the drum beat were the band instead of the garbage disposal I mean once again there was some ambiguity because so, some of the churning sounds can sound percussive like a, like a drum well my ears are full of blood so it's kind of hard to tell <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe it's on you 
Uh, but that was Surrounded by Silence by Design the Skyline. So Design the Skyline, their first album came out, and then they disbanded. And now they're back together with a new album called Rebirth, expected to come out soon. And once it hits, I will buy up every copy, take it to a crossroads, bury them all. <laughs> E.T. style. Yes. Uh, light a, uh, a draw sigil in the ground, set the sigil on fire, and then summon Woden himself to, to, to attend me. Beg him to destroy every single mention of this band and their music and wipe it from the face of the planet. Who are you summoning? Woden. 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 Who is Woden? You need to touch up on your Nordic mythology. Okay. I just think, okay, well, if there was any chance of a restraining order from these children, I think Steve threatening to summon a Norse god to end their existence of ever being mentioned, this is it. Here's what you don't realize, Mike. As a metal band, by using... Don't you besmirch the name of metal with this. As a, quote, metal band, end quote... If they got, if it got back to them that I promised to send a Nordic god after them, they would probably be really, really, really impressed by that. <laughs> they would love that. Oh my god! Well, but unfortunately, uh, that's about all we have to, uh, time to cover on Design the Skyline. Let's go clean the blood out of my ears. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, get those out of your headphones. Uh, but thank you very much for listening with us uh, and for playing along if you did play along with Music or Garbage Disposal. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on our Twitter page, uh, both at the Song Topsy Report or the Song Topsy Report at gmail.com. And right. shoot us an email if you want at the Song Topsy Report at gmail.com or yeah. Facebook message us. We'll respond either way. We uh, if you have any song ideas. Yeah, we love your song ideas. We love your comments, suggestions, reviews, uh, critique. Uh, Things that you build a pillar of hate for that you like to just, sh- you know, sh- shoot at, much like Steve here, or uh, the last time your ears bled and what that was. Mr. Trollinger? Oh, I'm sorry. What are we doing right now? <laughs> uh, where can we find you? Oh, okay. You I'm can... sorry. You probably can't hear with the blood. Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still scooping it out. I think a little bit of brain matter got mixed in. Um, you can find... <laughs> it's like just lose all ability to talk. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Your Man Trollo uh, with capital Y, capital M, capital T, and one L. And uh, eventually at stephentrollinger.com. Oh, that's right. And you can find me at mrmikerussell.com. That's M-R, like the initials, mikerussell.com. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at Nick Brigadier. And also, guys, just to let you know, unfortunately, next week we are going to have to take a week off. I have selfishly decided to go, go on a vacation that will prevent us from uh, being able to do an episode that week. But we will be back stronger than ever, fresh in October, with some new spooky episodes. I don't get it. Oh, God, how terrible was the brain damage? <laughs> I like new Steve. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 but you can't touch him. Okay. Steve is destroying all of our electronics. <laughs> Let's end on that note. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I am Votan. And we will see you two weeks from now. Take care. <laughs>